Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Richmond's Morning News, News Radio WRVA. Gary Hess in for John Reed on this Wednesday, January 10th. It is 8.33 on your Wednesday morning. We have got uh, a lot uh, still coming up for you today. Between now and 10 o'clock, Gary has in for the rest of the week. John is back on Monday. Uh, going to the school closing list, uh, multiple school systems have now switched from two hours late to closed. So the list of schools that are closed, Hanover, Powhatan Amelia, Goochland, uh, also Charles City, Caroline, Dinwiddie, uh, Buckingham, and Cumberland, still on a two-hour delay, Chesterfield, Henrico, Colonial Heights, Hopewell, Petersburg, New Kent, Prince George and Louisa. So that is where we stand with the schools in the aftermath of the storm. Still about 5,000 in the Richmond Metro without power. Well, whenever I get to fill in, I love the opportunity to take a break from all the political talk and all the other stuff to talk sports and uh, always enjoy doing that with my friend, uh, the sports director of CBS 6, Lane Casanante. Lane, how you doing, my man? Hey, good morning, Gary. How's everybody? Now, who says I don't want to talk politics? Okay, we can talk politics if you want to, but I've been no. doing that all day. No, no, so. thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so anyway, let's start with this. The NFL playoffs are starting this weekend, and uh, they've both been coaching for a while, so it's not new, but it's fascinating to me that one of the playoff matchups uh, have two guys that played for Coach Jimmy Laycock uh, as head coaches at, at William & Mary in Sean McDermott with the Buffalo Bills and Mike Tomlin with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and you and I, I believe, go back far enough to remember when they wore the green and gold down in Williamsburg. I know I can remember interviewing uh, a young Sean McDermott, who was in Jimmy Laycock's defensive backfield uh, for the Tribe back in the early to mid-90s. Um, yep. we, we, we love watching these coaching trees, right, that, uh, that come out whether you played for or coached under a certain guy. We do it in basketball. We do it in football. Um, and these two guys... Uh, are two of the more respected head coaches around the NFL. Mike Tomlin, there are so many people that are hoping Mike Tomlin comes to Washington, D.C. to take over the commanders because of their vacancy now. That It's uh, it's just interesting. It makes you watch some of the kids that we're covering today saying, you know, I wonder in 20 years if we're going to be talking about him with a, you know, the big whistle on an NFL sideline. You just never are quite sure what career path and arc uh, any 
individual or athlete might take. Mike Tomlin was a receiver, and I remember interviewing him. He talked about us both going away. I remember interviewing Mike Tomlin uh, at a time, uh, Sean Knight, who uh, I have gotten to know really well over the years, who's worked for the Virginia High School League for a long time, uh, was the quarterback uh, to Mike Tomlin being the receiver on some uh, Jimmy Laycock teams that were very good down in in William and Mary, and uh, uh, you know, you know that, that's an interesting uh, game when it comes to the NFL playoffs and the bracket. What uh, what else jumps out at you in terms of what you're looking for this weekend? Honestly. One of the big things that jumps out at me is uh, the the Kansas City game that's going to be on Peacock. Uh, one playoff game is going to be streamed. So if you do not subscribe to the Peacock service, then you will not be able to watch that game. It's The NFL wanted one game to be streamed, and this isn't really a situation where NBC had the game and said, hey, we're going to shove it on Peacock just because. This was set, you know, back at the beginning of the season, and it kind of really signals, you know, a look into the future of where a lot of people think television and home entertainment is headed, uh, more of a, a streaming service, kind of a, a, a a la carte, if you will, you know, and the people that don't have Peacock are going to be looking for this game on Saturday and maybe not sure where to get it. It's an interesting move by the NFL I think they're kind of dipping a toe in the water of all this. They did it with Amazon and the Thursday night games this year. There was some grumbling about that back at the beginning of the season. Uh, but after a while, people will you know, realize either you have it and you'll find the content and tune in, or you will move on to something else because there are just so many other options than there were you know, even 20 years ago for how you get this stuff into your home. You know, the interesting part about that is the schedule for this weekend didn't come out until right at the end of the Buffalo-Miami game Sunday night. But the game Saturday night that's going to be Peacock exclusive, we heard, I don't know about you, I heard actually late Wednesday, uh, Sunday afternoon, just as the late game window was closing before the night game, that the that game was going to be the game in Kansas City. And so they kind of identified Kansas City as the team they wanted to put on Peacock, not knowing whether it was going to be the Steelers going to Kansas City or Miami uh, at that point. Uh, and so that is – it's interesting how that all plays out with this wild card uh, weekend. What Real quick before I move to college basketball, what do you make of the Philadelphia Eagles coming into the playoffs having lost five of six? Uh, you know, we've seen that before, right? I mean, it, it becomes a – it's a new season now. It's the second season, and you've got to trust that they will get right, that they will turn it around. Um, human nature being what it is, you know, the Eagles have been playoff qualified for a while now. You'd like to think that the guys don't you know, take it easy once they reach that point, but it's human nature, and I, I have to trust that with the talent they have on that roster, they'll turn it around, and you'll see a different Eagle team this, week, uh, this weekend. We're talking to CBS 6 Sports Director Lane Casadante. Lane, let's talk a little bit about uh, local college hoops, and let's begin with the Atlantic 10. Wins for VCU in Richmond last night. VCU really needed this one after an 0-2 start in conference. And they turned it around with their defense, something that Ryan Odom harped on after their loss to George Washington on Saturday night. And they harassed a good George Mason team 
into going 0 for 12 or 0 for 15, I believe, last night from behind the arc. They didn't hit a single three pointer, and VCU wound up winning. Wound up winning by four. So at least for one game, they got right on the defensive end. It wasn't the prettiest game to watch, but whatever they did in the last two days, uh, focusing on defense definitely worked for one night. Now they have the week off. They will be at LaSalle this Saturday. And for the Richmond Spiders, again, not a pretty game either. Yes, last night at Loyola of Chicago, but they came from behind in the second half, hit a bunch of key three-pointers. And uh, Chris Mooney's team, you know, both of these teams are having to juggle uh, unfamiliar lineups and try to figure out, you know, they got to try to figure out who plays best where and their rotations and everything. And uh, Coach Odom and Coach Mooney are really, you know, they're earning their money this year trying to figure out how to make, um, you know, teams out of these brand-new rosters. And uh, Richmond's turning a couple of heads with the defensive effort they put in at home Saturday against St. Bonaventure and now coming from behind on the road. And that's where they say that's you know championships are won with defense, but they're also won with road victories. And those uh, are those are more important maybe than a lot of other things. And uh, VCU and Richmond each got one last night. Obviously, uh, do we know, with all the new faces, is it almost impossible to know what the ceiling is for these two teams? Yeah, I think so, because in, obviously they have to stay healthy, which is important for any team, and VCU is dealing with that, where they had two of their you know key contributors out for the first third of the season, and now they've got Sean Bearstow and former Monica standout Joe Bamasil back. That has affected the minutes of a lot of other guys, who maybe played a little bit more at the beginning of the season. Um, Richmond is still trying to figure out, you know, they've got freshmen that they weren't quite sure what they were capable of, how they would handle the next level. So this is going to be a work in progress, I think, all year long. Very different from how we used to watch college basketball just 10 years ago, where you knew, and even Richmond just three or four years ago, where they had those uh, six super seniors that, you know, we're there for a sixth year and we knew, you know, all their middle names. We knew their allergies. We knew their, you know, where their parents were from because they were just in school for so long. I, I think those days are gone with a lot of these programs and the coaches are, uh, every season is going to be a work in progress for a lot of these teams. Speaking of teams that we don't really know what to make of, I think that applies in Charlottesville and Blacksburg as well, right? Oh boy, especially Virginia. Uh, that's a head-scratching team, and and more so because of what we expect out of Tony Bennett, uh, and I think what he expects out of himself and his uh, his coaching staff and his roster. Uh, that's been a little frustrating up there, I think, for the fans and probably for the team as well. Um, and in Blacksburg, you're right. You know, you've got a couple of kids, but with the portal and with NIL and with kids being able to transfer. I think this is going to be the new norm moving forward. How much you're going to be able to uh, to count on what you know from the past into what's going to happen in any given season? It's it's going to make the games exciting, uh, maybe a little frustrating for everybody. But um, you got to count that you know Mike Young and Tony Bennett have been around this enough, and they'll get it turned around by by the time March gets here. You know, the interesting thing about Tony Bennett's team is that, you know, over the years, you see with their style of play, it tends to keep both teams in the game. They play close games. They always talk about how Virginia's comfortable in close games. Well, they've played four ACC games, and all four of them have been blowouts. Wins on the ro- wins at home and two blowout losses on the road. 
and that hasn't happened in a long time up at Virginia. And that's probably the most troubling thing for Virginia this year, right? You can understand if you have four losses and they come down to the wire and, you know, you just don't make a shot. That's the law of averages, and that's the way this game goes. But, yeah, four losses by 20 points or at least 15 points, I think, that's troubling, especially for a team that prides itself so much on defense. Uh, At some point, you know, we always say this about Tony Bennett's teams every year. At some point, they're going to need to score 75 points, you know, to win a game, and can they do it? Uh, so far, I don't think that's that's happened yet. You also hear them talk about Tony Bennett's teams being among the best defensive teams in the country. Haven't heard that talk this year either. And, and it's, you know, his defense is not easily understood or picked up by new players, and you have to commit to it. He needs players who, you know, will be more committed maybe to the defensive effort than the offensive effort. To an extent, Chris Mooney's teams are a little like that. Uh, the teams at VCU, with the way they played defense with Havoc for so many years, were like that. Coaches need kids to buy in to playing their specific defense, uh, and sometimes you roll the dice with you know how motivated, how interested, and how dedicated they will be to it, and that can happen on a night-to-night basis. Great stuff, Lane. Be well. Take care, my man. We'll talk soon. Gary, thanks for having me. Have a great week, everyone. Yep. That's the sports director at CBS 6, one of the great ones, Lane Casadante, back in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.